Welcome. You're listening to How I Implemented This, a podcast where Zoho partners share sales and implementation stories. Every episode, we give you a 360-degree view into a partner's sales process, implementation strategies, what challenges they've faced, and how they win deals. This is episode two, and I'm your host Miles Vivek. In this episode, we will be looking at how the team at Creative Analysis, a consultancy based in the UK and a Zoho partner, helped the Social Kinetic get Zoho One set up. With this deal, Creative Analysis showed how their unique approach to work and handling clients helped them close the deal and deliver excellent results. Keep listening to find out how. Hi, Zoho partners. This is Ambi Murthy, and you're listening to How I Implemented This. Enjoy. To kick off this episode, we're going to listen to a conversation between myself and our partner manager Kevin Thomas. It was Kevin who brought the story to us. He interviewed the folks from Creative Analysis, so I asked him a few questions about what made the story unique. Let's have a listen. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey Miles, I'm doing good. What about you? I'm doing great, and I heard that you had a great interview, so I can't wait to get into this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too, Miles. Cool. So before we talk about the uh, partners today, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Right. So I'm I'm Kevin Thomas. So I I'm part of the Zoho Partnerships team, and I particularly take care of Zoho Commerce, which is relatively a new product. Uh, but now, you know, we've had this idea of starting this podcast and really giving a platform for most of our global existing partners who've been performing really well and to get their stories out there. And hopefully that will be informative and insightful, not just for our Zoho ecosystem, but for any solution provider out there in the world. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I'm glad to be a part of this. So let's talk about the uh, partner today. So what made you pick this partner story for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, Creative Analysis has been one of our most uh, experienced partners, I would say. They've been performing really well and they've been partners with us for about seven years. So essentially, they've been growing with us as a company and they're very familiar with the Zoe ecosystem. And they've also done a lot of implementations with most of the products that we have to offer. So that makes them a partner, which is not just, who are not just experienced, but very knowledgeable as well. So what do you think is so unique about a creative analysis approach uh, in this implementation? Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that's unique about uh, creative analysis. Uh, but one thing I would say is that, you know, you, you see that, even in their approach to most implementations, they have analytics, as their name suggests, analytics and dashboards in in mind. So all their uh, implementation has a, a, what do you say, a focus on analytics and a focus on the power of analytics and insights as the center of every implementation. And, and you also see that, you know, most of the implementation, I mean, especially in this one, they're really looking to make a difference. So it's always something which is larger than you know, just the implementation or just doing a duty, but they're always looking to make a difference and actually uh, contribute in some way. And that's what really stands out, I think, in their approach that they take, that as the name would suggest, you know, they, they understand the power of data and they keep that as the center focus. 
but they also have a more of an abstract uh, motivation which is you know they are looking to make a difference and not just do just another implementation or just another duty as a company or just to just make profit they want to make difference and they want to contribute and enable the customers that they're working with absolutely absolutely i will uh, come back to you uh, towards the end of this episode but now let's just get into the story Hey guys, this is Kevin from the Partners team. If you'd like to share your implementation story in the podcast, you can contact me at kevin.thomas@zohocorp.com. Enjoy the episode. My name is Paula Athril and I'm a director of creative analysis. I come from the northeast of England in a small fishing town called Saltburn, and that's where I grew up until I was 18. and uh, at 18 i moved to west yorkshire to to go to university at huddersfield that's paula atherell who founded creative analysis in 2009 back in yorkshire our company is called creative analysis and we've been a zoho partner for around 7 to 8 years now and a core belief within us as, as a team and as an organization is collaborative working so we we're, we're very very keen on flat structures equal complete equality across all three directors and always working to support each other and to be collaborative what paula is referring to when she talks about equality here is the unique structure that creative analysis has adopted called teal teal is a model that focuses on self management wholeness and encourages everyone to be given equal representation in an organization now a flat structure does not mean that there are no specific roles and responsibilities what teal ensures is that everyone is rewarded for what they do no person's opinion is more or less important based on their role even with teal each person works and contributes with their specific expertise and creative analysis has three individuals we're three co-directors as myself sue and Jack Naylor. Um and my role is very much the the commercial the, fr- the front end taking the sales calls looking at the initial briefings um also doing the some of the um marketing work and the accounts. And Jack is very much the development arm doing all of the deep tech work and then Sue is all of the aftercare and the training with clients but also a lot of the project management so Sue keeps everything on track <laughs> which is crucial crucial indeed let's say hello to Suzanne Miller director of training and client aftercare hi my name is Sue Sue Mills and i am director of creative analysis um and trainer and in uh, head of client aftercare So I was born in Manchester um and have lived in West Yorkshire since I moved to Huddersfield when I was 18 to go to university there as well. To complete the trio, we have Jack Naylor, the technical director for creative analysis who has loved technology from the age of 4. He has over 12 years of experience in building systems, managing projects and solving problems. His path crossed with Paula in 2016 when she implemented a CRM system for a local video company he had been freelancing for. With creative analysis, he has become the go-to man to build custom systems with Zoho apps for their clients. Not only do they have a flat structure that promotes mutual growth, 
they've also got something else that binds them together as a team. And what we love about our team is that we're, we're all genuine friends and the fact that we support each other. And because of that, it makes it a really joyful working environment. None of us ever get that dreaded Sunday feeling. We're always looking forward to meeting together on the Monday morning because we have a team meeting every Monday morning. And um, it's, it's a happy environment to work in. Now that we've been introduced to the team, let's get to know a little bit about their client. Creative Analysis got this client as a referral from Zoho. Creative Analysis partner manager from Zoho shared this potential back in March 2020. So the client that we're talking about today, I call the Social Kinetic. Um, and they were, they were a wonderful team to work with, really great, um, all experts in their field and extremely well connected. Um, so as a team, they work with companies and so their clients and they help the leaders um, and the teams in those businesses to co-create new visions and cultures and ways of working for their organisations. Um, so it could be anything from improving the service of an organisation to developing new ways of working and supporting them with that or looking at strategic plans in the business. Um, so a fascinating mix of ways of working and the types of people within a business that they would work with. Um, so yeah, it was really, really interesting um, to find out more about how they work. Creative analysis began business coping, wasting no time in trying to understand what the social kinetic needed. If they needed to make the social kinetics business processes more efficient, they needed to find out everything there was to know about their existing system. The main priority for us is to explore. We have to explore everything about the business, how they work, what services they offer, who they are as a team, what their ethics are, what their growth plans are, how they, how they anticipate um, working in two to five years' time. Um, and once we understand that full big picture, that's that's when we can really tune into what they're looking for and what what how the system can help them and you know be their their third arm so to speak so we start with the first call which i've already mentioned is we we on the first call it's about gathering all of that top level information just getting a real feel for what the potential project is going to be but also who they are as a business that's the, the first call is really understanding the business um, and then on the second call, we'll dive a bit deeper. We'll go into some very some some more specifics around, um, like the flows, the process flows, and and potential data that they need to hold, where the data currently is, whether they want to migrate from other systems. It gets gets a lot more techy on the second and subsequent subsequent calls. But all the way through it, we're guiding the client through the different elements of the system so that we can we can scope out exactly what it is that they require. And um, so we're not. We're not technically saying, what do you need from CRM? We are guiding them through in other ways, like saying, what are, what are your processes? And what do you typically typically capture about the customer at that point in time? And what, what stages do you step through? So it's we try to keep it layman terms so that we can translate it into the tech. We had the first call in March of 2020. Um, and that was where I, I touched base with Christy and on email to say, let's have a call to see what you're looking for. And Christy was our main point of contact in the organisation. And um, we, I had a call with Christy and we discussed the initial requirements. The call was about an hour long and it was on Zoom and we, you know, I took a lot of notes and I explored everything that they were looking for. And then by the end of the call, it, it, it was clear that Zoho One was going to be the likely solution for them. And prior to that, they'd not really thought about Zoho One because they'd not seen it, essentially. 
For those who don't know, Zoho One is a bundle of applications offered by Zoho that can serve as an operating system for business. Introducing Zoho One. Zoho One gives you a unified suite of business and productivity applications to manage your sales, marketing, customer support, HR, finance and operations, custom solutions, and more. When your business runs on one unified suite of apps, silos dissolve and insightful strategies emerge. When apps work together, your business runs better. Zoho One, the operating system for business. Well, Christy became very excited at that point because of the breadth of applications that they'd have available. And so we did the full demo of Zoho One about a week later. And and that that was, it was a given at that point. Zoho One was definitely the right solution. They were a team where they could um, get a license for every employee, so that wasn't an issue. Um, by the end of June, we'd finalised the requirements. So it was a process of a few, a few calls and then liaising on email uh, where Christy mapped out a lot of the detail of what they were looking for so we sort of led them in terms of asking for so example fields that they might want um the, the pipeline flow that they they currently have any web forms that they might have so she she specked all that out in in a written form and then by the end of july we'd agreed the quote and we began the work the work for creative analysis here is consolidating all what they know about their client, their business processes, and what they've learned about their needs from the calls, demo, to get a big picture on what the requirements are. Creative Analysis did an impressive job in scoping out not only the technical requirements for the implementation, but also about what it is the Social Kinetic team is trying to accomplish. They were obvious to us that were priorities for the team. Um, definitely one was this need to embed a system in their organization that would streamline the processes and drive efficiency, um, which would give them then the freedom and the time to concentrate more on their delivery to their clients rather than the administration of you know, the client work. Um, and they were really keen to get a system in place to ensure that their um, client data was safe and secure for years to come so that they, that they knew that was in place and they could sort of forget about that almost. Um, and it became really, really clear to us from the field requirements and the conversations that we were having was that the most important thing for the social kinetic team was managing their relationship with their clients. Um, and in their words, uh, they wanted to deepen their human connection using technology to enhance these existing relationships with clients. With the clear picture of what the client needs, Creative Analysis came up with a game plan. They wanted to first implement Zoho CRM, Zoho Mail, Campaigns, Zoho Social, Sales IQ, and Click. Creative Analysis has the right client and the right solution, but sometimes that's not all what it takes to seal a deal. So we asked Creative Analysis what they think made this deal happen. So we don't know the exact reason why um, Social Kinetic decided to work with us, but um, we know that Zoho One had everything that they were looking for in one platform. So the software was never questioned, really. It was always appreciated and loved from the beginning in terms of its functionality. Um, as a partner to, to provide the service for them, well, we share 
a similar ethos to them as a business. What they do by going into businesses and looking at the, the culture and the way people work, um, those factors are really important to us personally about how we work with our core team members and with freelancers and, and our suppliers. It's about treating people fairly and correctly and supportive in a supportive environment. Um, and the Social Kinetic are selective about who they work with. And they said it was refreshing to have a supplier on the same page as them. So I think, you know, it was a good fit. Now, all that was left to do was follow through with a successful implementation. The Social Kinetic team had been using a wide range of applications that weren't connected or integrated. Their data was not accessible to the whole team and they could not access all their clients' information at any given moment because of it. They had also been facing problems with tracking sales pipeline and their marketing efforts. But Zoho One was going to fix all of it. For them to understand that they had all this information at their fingertips using these applications was, you know, a massive relief to them. You know, you could almost see the, the sigh of relief as they realized that this was really going to change the way um, that they worked and allow them to, to focus their energy in the places that they wanted to. They were ready to do their magic and they had a foolproof method of doing just that. We have a, very, we have a set process that we go through. So new clients, we haven't necessarily always met um, all members of the team during the scoping phase. Um, often they have if it's a larger project, but not necessarily. So we always send an introductory email to the client introducing each member of the team, what our roles are, and when they can expect to hear from us during their um, their journey with us, um, just so that they know why, for example, I might be sending them an email or Jack or Paula. Um, we then explain the process that we're going to go through, so the sort of the milestones of, of the project. We share a project plan with them. So what we do is we create a shared folder in WorkDrive um, for each company that we work with, and we use that to share information. So rather than emailing, we'll ask them to pop things in there that we might need from them. And then we always have um, the project plan in there that we keep up to date throughout the project. The planning and prepping stage was in full effect with creative analysis team gathering point of contacts from several social kinetics teams. Early on, as part of this process, we then gather essential company information that we need from them to set up the relevant applications um, and also ask for the contacts in the company that are going to be relevant throughout the journey so that we know who to get in touch with for each, um, for all the different bits of information that we're going to need throughout. So that I guess the next natural step then is the onboarding of, of the users. Um, and again, we have a, a grid that we use, which will um, help us to gather the user information. So it will be their names and their roles, email addresses, things like that. And then um, which application they need access to, what their permission levels are, for example, so that it's all gathered in one place and it's easily accessible by everybody throughout the project. So the very last step of this stage was to build a data dictionary. Ahead of that sort of very first design call, we then create a data, a basic data dictionary to work from. Um, and what we do is we populate this with knowledge that we've already gained through scoping calls. Because um, what we don't want to do is duplicate conversations and effort that we've already gone to in gathering information from the clients. So any information that we've gleaned during this scoping, we will pre-populate in um, a basic data dictionary that we then use um, to work from to build out, for example, the CRM system. 
from the beginning, creative analysis emphasized that a logical and methodological approach would be the ideal way to go about the implementation, especially during stages like onboarding and data migration. Let's hear a little bit about how they carried it out. We did a website integration, so we did a form where we integrated their web form so that leads could uh, automatically appear in the CRM, ready for approval, and we typically do recommend setting the approval because there's, there's always spam on websites, even if you have got capture, that you, inevitably you're going to get some spam. So what you don't want is the spam going directly into your lead module. Along the way, they also found places where a few improvements can go a long way in saving time for social kinetic. It was an area where we thought we could add value in terms of less data entry. And when you've got categories that are mirrored between modules, for example, you might have um, a customer type on the account module and the contact module. Um, they need maintaining in both places manually by the user. And so we recommended having what we call a copy down script, uh, where if it's updated on the account, then it's automatically updated on all of the contacts within the account. So that was something that we adjusted and adapted for throughout the project. And then we gave some instruction manuals for some other areas of the system, such, such as how they'd create views and their GDPR preference management and then how to integrate their email, their IMAP, into the system. When data is poured in from different sources, there are many opportunities for data to be duplicated or mislabeled. If the data is incorrect, outcomes are going to be unreliable, even though they may look correct. Moreover, there is no one absolute way to prescribe the exact steps to clean the data because the processes were going to vary with data sets from different applications. The team had to work hard to clean each application's data before migrating it. It was worth all the effort because once the central data had been imported into Zoho CRM, it could easily be synced with Zoho campaigns and other products. The last stage of delivery was training. One was the Zoho CRM user training, which would give an in-depth look at how to work Zoho CRM right from login. They also had a special kind called Zoho Champion Training. We delivered some admin um, sort of Zoho Champion Training, we like to call it. So this is a deeper dive into certain aspects of the system. Um, again, it's recorded and it's usually with one or two people in a team um, so that somebody within the business who who is that Zoho champion and can do the extra things um, that maybe require a little bit more administration, you know, um, adjusting users and things like that. Sue went the extra mile to ensure that the training is not impacted by having to do it remotely due to COVID-19. Here's how she did it. We shared snippet video training on how to use these other applications so that they could share that information between um, team members um, so that they could each then um, log on to Click, for example, and start to test that um, according to the training videos. Um, and then the relevant team members could then look at starting to use um, social and sales IQ. And then we also um, accompany that campaigns training with um, a best practice document that we've put together just to help them um, understand in future um, how the syncs are set up, um, what that means for their system so that they've always got that information to refer back to. For an implementation to go smoothly and according to plan, both the client and the partner need to cooperate and do their parts in building the new system. The team were great to work with. Um, 
I know we've mentioned before that we have similar ethoses, um, which really helped with communication. Um, it was really easy to communicate with them. Um, the conversations we had were always really lovely, you know, like just a great friendly team to work with. Um, it's really important for us as a business that our communication with our clients throughout any project is is fundamental to the way that we deliver. Um, it's really important to us that our clients feel like um, they know exactly what's happening with their build throughout the project. It's no surprises, that they know timescales, that if those timescales change for any reason, they know that in advance. Essentially that it's that they never have to chase us, that we're always communicating to them where we're up to. During my conversation with Kevin, our partner manager who discovered the story, I asked him what could be some of the key takeaways for listeners from this story. And he had this to say. First and foremost, what stood out to me is, you know, in, in a way they are visionaries, you could say, because they have been practicing this location independent business model for quite a while. They as a company, Paul and a team, work from anywhere. They're flexible. They don't hold or they don't allow anything to restrict them. They've been doing this for quite a while now. So for about three, four years, I guess. And and this made them COVID-proof. So when the pandemic hit, uh, work from home was nothing really new to them. Exactly, exactly. I was just coming to that. Now we know you see that people around the world and companies around the world have understood the benefits of going digital or the benefits of of opting for a location-independent business model. And yeah, you know, like you said, they, they've been essentially visionaries in that sense. And you see how that's really, really helped um, in their implementation. And it didn't stop them or it, it didn't, the whole COVID thing did not act as, you know, a jolt to the implementation. It did not act as an obstacle. Rather, it was quite easy for them to overcome that. So that's something that, you know, partners and any solution provider out there can take from, um, you know, creative analysis. Um, probably some other, other things would be, you know, uh, you know, a lot of small things that really add up, like even offering a free consultation, which I think some companies do, but it's one thing to do it and another thing to do it right. So what a free consultation can really do is establish, like we mentioned, that human connection, which they always strive for. So that not only allows the customer to you know, really see, okay, this partner is actually committed. This partner is actually credible. You know, that, but you really, through that initial call, uh, you really establish and fast track the relationship and just makes the implementation much more fluent and flexible, I would say. And even, you know, the fact like uh, how uh, Paula uh, mentions about, you know, offering video snippets and all of that uh, out of their, um, you know, training as, as such, because I think you can send documents or you can have like a one-on-one session where you are, you know, talking to a customer and giving them different insights. But videos are really powerful. And I, I think learning is always better when it is active rather than passive. So you see that that's another thing they've taken um, to it. And like I said, they've approached the entire problem that Social Kinetic had from a data-centric point of view. In fact, even when Paula started out, uh, you know, their entire objective was to offer this power of uh, insights and data and analyt- analytics to small businesses. And you see that's the same thing they've gone for. So what that does is they just don't look at a single isolated product as a solution, but an integration 
of different products with data being the center. So small things like that, you know, a, a free consultation, um, you know, having video as a form of training and and keeping in mind. So I, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's it might sound, might sound cheesy, but it's almost like it's staying true to the name uh, because creative analysis in itself, you know, they, they staying true to the name uh, instead of just, you know, trying to be fancy with a business name. Um, and you see that. So even the values, you see how the values have been instilled and passed on to the implementation and how the, the entire, I think, you know, creativity itself, when you talk about creativity, it's, I mean, essentially the hallmark of creativity is having a space where you have the freedom to share ideas and opinions. And you see that being translated from their internal ecosystem to their customers and to their implementation. So in a nutshell, I would say, you know, they, they stuck true to the name or they stayed true to the name. And, you know, that really comes out through this implementation. So that's, that's really, um, you know, a, a cumulative of takeaways that any partner uh, listening to this can take away, take away and learn from. And even any solution provider out there can really learn from um, from creative analysis and this implementation. Kevin, thank you so much for bringing this story to us and sharing your insights about this. Please bring us more stories like this. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. It was a pleasure of mine. We'd like to thank Paula and Sue for sharing their story with us and Kevin for bringing it to us. And of course, thank you all for listening. We're looking forward to bringing you more stories about how Zoho Partners made business easier and more optimized for organizations around the world. You were listening to How I Implemented This. Mm-hmm.